to the Forerunners podcast. Let's jump right into part one of our interview with Jason Todd, race director for Flat Out Events. Enjoy. Hey, everybody. I'm here with Jason Todd. Hey, Jason. How you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks. We're going to take a few minutes and learn a little bit about you, man. Um, where are you from originally? So I grew up on the peninsula. I lived there my whole life. So between Hampton and Newport News, uh, that's where I'm from. Dang, dude. Yeah. A peninsula guy. Yeah. So uh, with a peninsula, the peninsula for Southsiders is something that, you know, when we think about going to the peninsula, it's like we got to go through a tunnel. Yeah. And the tunnel's in our minds, almost automatically have traffic in them. Right. So, um, so for some of us, it's like an unknown. It's like an unknown space. But uh, what's it like for Peninsula people? What is the thought about Southside? Is there anything? Is it the same thought? I, I think it's similar. Yeah. I mean, it, that tunnel is is uh, you know everybody wants to avoid that. Um, and when you think of running and racing, you're usually having to be somewhere so early. Um, to you know, get over across the tunnel and all that. Uh, you just have to leave so early, and then if you want to go to any type of a group run, I know there's some big group runs on this side uh, as well. Uh, same thing in, in the afternoons. You know, the traffic is just bad. So yeah, it can be tough. So, what about your family, man? What what's your family look like? Yeah, so I uh, been married for 12 years. Has a last weekend, and oh. uh, yep, and uh, two boys, uh, nine and five. So all right. uh, you know, when I'm not running i'm chasing after them and they keep me busy too so and so you're always running always man. running yeah. <laughs> always running yeah. um are they into are they actually into running at all or not so much not, not no i wouldn't say they're into running I yeah mean, it, you know if i do something uh like we did we did this quarantine 19 challenge back in april and i uh, set up my whole start arch in my front yard and, and ran for uh, i think 19 hours um on the hour and my older son got out there and did like two of the runs with me but uh it, it's not something they're interested in really right now dang well that's pretty yeah. good doing that corn 19 because that was 1.9 miles right, right. I, correct I, yep. for every hour yep. that was a lot of mileage we'll talk about that in a few minutes though yeah. Yeah. so where'd running start for you yeah well it wasn't um you know something that i was into uh you know when i was much younger and, and everything I, I was always an active person i always played sports um but running was kind of like the, uh, you know, the thing I avoided. Um, and so uh, I think once I got married, uh, kind of started to settle into, uh, you know, a career at the time that that wasn't what I'm doing now. Um, I was like, okay, I got to find some way to stay in shape somehow. And uh, I was going to a gym, but that required me to be at the gym, you know, drive to the gym, all that kind of stuff. And, and then, uh, you know, I, I built some relationships with some guys that started saying, hey, why don't you come out and run with us? Uh, come take this uh, fitness class with us and just things that I had never done. Um, and then uh, I, I started to train. The first race that I, I ever did was the um, the Shamrock AK. Yeah. And uh, so I trained for that, uh, got, you know, just in good enough shape to get through the five miles. And, uh, and then I think it was, you know, seeing the results and seeing how you rank and 
seeing that there was a little bit of competition there, not just with others, but within yourself. Um, and that's what kind of spurred me to say, okay, maybe that there's something I can get interested in here. Yeah. And, and that's where it started. Nice. How long ago was that? That, that was 2011. So um, it was really as I was kind of getting into this business that I got into running at the same time. Oh, okay. Yep. So nice. Um, so you got, you talked about getting involved with a couple of guys who got you into running up there. Was that like a run group or just like a fitness group? No. So, so it started out, uh, I, I was working at uh, Riverside health system and our gym was right next to my office. And so I would go over to the gym to play basketball and, and to, you know, maybe do a little bit of weightlifting and things. And, and these guys were playing basketball. Um, and it turns out, you know, we got to know each other a little bit and they were, uh, some Chick-fil-A operators and, uh, and, and, that tied to the Chick-fil-A 5K that, you know, flat out, you know, eventually uh, managed. But these guys were, you know, just guys that kind of started uh, building a relationship with me. And they're the ones that said, hey, come come check out this. Run. They were doing like five miles a day. And I'm like, that's crazy. I'm not, you know, interested in that at all. Yeah. Uh, but that's where it started. Nice. So um, there are a couple run groups that are pretty big up there. I know Point Two has one mm -hmm. that meets on Mondays. Yeah. And before this uh, all started, they were getting up to like 80, 100 people. Yeah. Um, but you you guys uh, have a run group too up there, right? Right, yeah. So we meet on Wednesdays uh, at uh, Tradition Brewing Company. Uh, we've been doing that for maybe two or three years now. Um, right now, we're still seeing 40 to 50 people showing up a week. Um, on some busier days where we have, uh, you know, something special going on. Uh, we may see, you know, 80 or so people, but you know, it's a, it's a pretty steady group at about 50. Yeah. Some people have told me that, uh, some people have talked very positively about the running community up there to me and how it, it feels a little bit, it feels, um, they say it feels like super friendly mm -hmm. when you go up there. Like nobody wants to talk about speed or anything. They just right. want to talk about like how your life is. Is, yeah. is that something that you find is, is kind of like yeah, true? I think it is. Um, you know, as you know, as I think about the Peninsula running community, I, I kind of think of Williamsburg as being a little more competitive. Um, yeah. You know, Colonial Roadrunners, and there's a lot of good runners that you know are out there. But on the Peninsula and Newport News and Hampton, it, it does seem more of just a social, uh, you know, friendly community. Um, you know, yeah, nobody's, we're, we're welcoming everyone. Yeah. Um, so it, it is a good, good group. Yeah. Nice. Where, where's tradition at? Where's tradition brewing? So it's, it's right, uh, kind of on the outskirts of city center, um, in Newport news. So right okay. in the middle of the city, um, on, uh, I believe it's Thumble Shoals, uh, Boulevard, but, uh, yeah, right there at city center. Nice. All right. So you're a race director. So I, I run, wonder things about race directors all the time, so I'm going to take an opportunity to ask you some of these questions. Okay. So, like recently, just this last week, I asked you for you, you for a running picture, yeah. and your response was, "Well, I'm kind of a race director, so I don't really have a lot of running pictures yeah. or, or racing pictures of myself." So that's that's kind of my question. Do you find ways to race? Yeah. Um. You know, I, it, it's definitely challenging. Um, it, it seems like in the busier seasons where a lot of the, you know, well-known races are happening, that's when we're putting on events too. Yeah. Um, so, uh, 
I kind of find myself running the same races over and over because those happen in the times that I'm not doing anything. Gotcha. Um, you know, I, I do a couple of local races. Uh, there's a relay that uh, I've done a few times down in North Carolina, which is a fun thing to do with friends. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, if I'm doing, if, if I, I guess if there were a race I really want to do, I'd have to really plan for it. Yeah. So you kind of have settled into like a, a pattern because your races fall on certain days you know that there's other races that kind of fit that schedule too yeah. okay yeah. that's that's something I've always been wondering about now I used to be a pastor a long time ago okay not too long ago but a couple years ago okay I go into churches I go into churches and I had like three things happen to me and mentally I would either be like inspired by what I was seeing. I would the other option was to just enjoy the what was going on and not like think about my own stuff or anything or to be like I mean on a more negative in a more negative way or to be critical. Yeah. So my question as a race director, when you go participate in other races, what happens in you, your head? Is it like is it one of those things or, yeah, maybe, or a combination? Yeah, maybe a little bit of all of it. Um, and, and on the critical side, I think as someone who's done events, I, I'm probably looking at it with more understanding because yeah. you know, thing, things don't always go well. You, know, yeah. you have some rough days and uh, especially early on, you know, I had to learn a lot. Mm -hmm. um, and so I've been there, done that. I'm not here to criticize anyone. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, things just happen. But uh, I try to enjoy it, you know, for the most part. Um, and and just fun being on the other side of it and being the participant for once. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. That makes total sense. Yeah. Um, so you said your first race ever was the uh, Shamrock 8K. Mm -hmm. What are some of your more... Your, the most memorable races at Chad, but we're like apart from the ones that you put on. Yeah. What are your What are your like? What are the races that really stick out in your head? Yeah. Um. You know, I I uh, from there. Uh. You know, of course, it's kind of the natural progression. You're like, all right, I did a 5K, now I can do 10K and do a half and do a marathon. So I kind of started exploring that. Um. One of my favorite 10Ks was the. Uh, I think, I don't know if it's still called the U-Crops or Monument Avenue, but up in Richmond, a uh, really big 10K up there. Yep. That, that was great because there's people the whole entire course, um, great atmosphere. Um, so I loved that event. Um, some of the more memorable ones I've been able to do since then, I, I did the Dopey uh, down in, in Disney. That's the double um, race, right? It's, it's four races. So you're doing... The Dopey's four races? Four races. So Goofy is... Uh, the Goofy Challenge is the half and the full. Uh, dopey is 5K, 10K, half full. So you're running four races in four days. Um, so uh, that was obviously memorable. Yeah. Um, both positive and negative, probably, but uh, but that was a good one. And uh, and then this this relay that I mentioned that we do down in North Carolina, it, it's the Tuna 200. It's 200 mile relay, just you know, kind of like a just an adventure. Um, two vans going for uh, you know 24 hours through the night, not a lot of sleep, um, but just a, a really fun. Uh, events so um, and then I, I, you know I've gotten to do some really unique things um, 
running uh, as we'll probably get into in a little while, uh, you know, having the relationship with, with the guys that manage the Boston Marathon. I've actually gotten to run uh, with Dave McGilvery. Uh, he does a night run every Boston. Uh, he's the race director up there. And uh, I've gotten to run with him four times um, doing his race. So kind of, I've kind of run Boston, but always with a little asterisk. <laughs> nice. So, yeah. so let me ask you this. How do you have like a, a group of guys that you do that relay with and it doesn't change or or do you, do you kind of have to evolve every year yeah. and how many guys do you run the race with or people yeah. I, it might be some girls involved too yeah no it's usually just guys um and uh it, there, there's probably three or four of us that are typically on the team and then we kind of have to fill in um you know the the other spots but you can have up to 12 we usually do it with seven to eight, and and that's just because it's a little more challenging. I mean, if you if you have twelve, you only run three legs. Mm -hmm. uh, we we prefer to just do a little more, you know, suffer a little more. Um, so uh, so typically we're doing seven to eight people. You end up running five to six legs throughout the time, and uh, and uh, it's fun. It's yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah, there's a couple groups about to do uh, the speed project DIY down here that that we're gonna do. We got a team of 18 people. Oh here. wow! Yeah. <laughs> so we only have to run a little bit, but there's other teams that only have like six. So, but that I'm kind of looking forward to that. There's nothing like working with people in a race. It's yeah. just so fun. Yeah. Um, so you're you kind of get into ultra distances then, like. Let's let's talk for a second about the Corn 19 Challenge. Yeah. Um, that was 1.9 miles for how long now? For 19 hours. 19 hours. So how many did that ends up being close to 40? Yeah, it was just 40 under miles. 40, I think. Yeah. How tough was that for you? It was tough. Um, you know, it, it was the waiting because uh, it was on the hour every hour. Uh, so you knock out the 1.9, you know, maybe 20 minutes or so, and then you're waiting for 40 minutes. Um, I think when we started, I, I started at, uh, I believe I started at midnight because yeah. I wanted to get it over with. Yeah. Um, and, and it happened to be a night that dipped down to in the 30s, I think. So those first couple runs, I would run and then come and try to stay warm um, until the next uh, until the next time I had to run. But it, the the soreness definitely set in over time. Uh, the sun got out, you know, and and it was a lot nicer temperature wise. But uh, it wore on me. Yeah. yeah. Didn't a guy who used to be local yeah. here set that up? Yeah. And he's. Isn't he in Colorado? He's in Colorado, or JP Caudill. Okay. Uh, he set that up. He's somebody who uh, I, I met through running. Um, have you know stayed in touch with? Actually, just talked to him the other day. And, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Good guy. I've heard his name like many times. I yeah. think he used to do a run club here. Yeah, the uh, Smart Mouth. Uh, Smart group. Mouth. He, I think he helped head that one. Yep. Gotcha. Yeah. So. It that that was really cool. I think he didn't. They raise a lot of money for. Like I think I saw in one of your posts that they ended up raising like eight thousand yep, dollars for that was somewhere around eight thousand. Yeah, we, we were only one to raise nineteen hundred dollars, and uh, it was pretty cool. That was the coolest part, you know. All, all of the interaction on social media, the people, even in my neighborhood, uh, it happened to be a great day, and people were walking. It was part of, you know. Walking became like a real thing when all this shutdown happened. Oh, yeah. My neighborhood was busier than I'd ever seen it. And I'm right on a corner, so everybody's coming by our house. I got the big inflatable out there, and like I had signs posted with what I was doing, and, and people really got into it, so that was pretty cool. That's really neat. Um, do you feel... Okay, so... 
races races are getting canceled left and right. Yeah. Um, people, you, you will probably mention this again, but you kind of uh, you kind of like squeezed in there with the one city marathon. Definitely. Like yeah. it was the last yeah. major race. Yeah. Like. In our area, like in Virginia, it seemed yeah, like. Maybe everywhere. Yeah, I mean, it could have been. Yeah. Um, but uh, when the races went away, people like me, uh, I think a lot of runners lost a little bit of motivation. Like your training plan, the thing you were training for kind of just like disappeared. Yeah. So what are you training for now? So challenges like uh, like the Yeti Ultra and the Corn, the Corn 19 um, challenge were good. Um, for you though, uh, I, I feel like it'd be an interesting question to ask somebody who actually puts on races. What's, what's kept you motivated or have you had a hard time being motivated Yeah, to run as a runner? Yeah. yeah. Just, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, some of, I, I got a track Tuesday group that we meet weekly. It, it's the group stuff, you know, yeah. and, and there was a period of time where we couldn't, or we chose not to, yeah. um, just out of safety precaution. Um, but as that's kicked back up, you know, that's been a good thing. Um, uh, you know, it, it, it has, it's just been trying to, it, it's been challenging. Yeah. I'll say that. And, uh, I, I've recently had a little bit of an issue with my knee. So that's been something that's kept me from, uh, you know, uh, running quite as much as well. But, um, I, I definitely missed it. I, I told we have we have an ambassador group for uh, flat out and point two that we share, and uh, recently we got together and had our uh, kind of end of season get together. And I told them I said, you know, it, it really highlighted through this whole quarantine and being shut down um, that uh, outside of like work and, and church and I don't have a lot of friends other than these running friends, yeah. you know. So you miss that social uh, time that you have with them. And mm -hmm. uh, thankfully for now, we're able to at least meet up in in you know smaller groups and um you know doing even just that uh the all day 5k that we did the other day with a small group of people it felt really good yeah you know, just to get out there and do it again so yeah i know around here because uh, there are some run there are some groups that are so big around here that they had to like actually stop meeting again yeah. and they're, they're not meeting right now so but i know that when the 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 phases were opening up that there was, it felt like a, in this community, a sigh of relief to right. be able to get back together. Definitely. Yep. Um, let's ask this question. I think it's, this is a really interesting question to ask somebody who puts on events, who puts on races. What are some of your dream races? Like what's a, what's some bucket list races for you? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think if top of the list is probably New York, uh, marathon. I haven't done that. Um, and I haven't tried, uh, to even get in yet, but mm -hmm. I, everybody's, you know, got to do that race. Um, that, that one's there. Um, I've had, I've gotten the opportunity to work at Marine Corps a few years, but I've never had the chance to run it. So I think, you know, that would be a fun one. And, um, even though I've had the Boston experience, I haven't had it in the day. Yeah. Um, and so if I ever was fortunate enough to qualify, um, you know, I think that one's there. I mean, it's, it's the major stuff, I yeah. think, you know, like Majors. most people. Um, I, you know, we were talking before this, and, and you were kind of telling me about your, your future of marathons. And I, I'm kind of the same. Like, unless it's one that's worth putting all that work in for, um, I don't know that I want to do a whole lot. I, I love the half. It's just enough to kind of, uh, you know, work you, but you can function afterwards. Mm -hmm. um, and so, uh, you know, I'm kind of 
I think I'm more of a half runner. Yeah. Um, and and the relay, the fun stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm only motivated to probably do really unique stuff at this point. Gotcha. That makes total sense. Let's let me dig a little bit deeper into the night runs in Boston. So the director. Will he run the course? Yeah. So, uh, so, so you'll run them. You you've technically run the Boston Marathon. Yeah. Without the sun up. Yeah. Right. So <laughs> so the story goes. Um, he, he's been the. I guess he was the operations director first, and then if, you know became the official race director. But this was back in the '80s, and he had run 15 years in a row as a participant, and then he got this job, and he he can't run because he's working. Mm-hmm. And he says he gets to, you know, he's at standing around at the finish line. The race is kind of wrapping up and he's feeling like I got to go run this thing. I've done this, you know, 15 years in a row. And so he has a police officer driving back to Hopkinton, gets out, runs the course that night and has done that for 32 years additional Dang. now. So he's, he's run it 40, 40 some years in a row. Um, and so it had become this thing, you know, a couple of friends would do it with him and, and so forth. And uh, <clears throat> I had. Um, gone up to volunteer. Uh, I worked the race that uh, morning. I kind of jokingly said to the guy who I go up and work with, um, you know, hey, if Dave needs anybody to run with them tomorrow, you know, let me know. I, I need a long run anyway. Um, he says, if you're serious, you know, you're, you're in. He only has one other guy running with him. I said, okay. okay. So, um, so I, I ran it with him that first time. It was three of us. Um, and then I've uh, done it three additional times since then. It kind of grew uh, to a little bit larger group each year. Uh, and this past year that we got to run um, was a really cool year because he actually had uh, triple bypass surgery in October of 2018. And uh, so ran in 2019, April of 2019, ran the marathon. We took it easy, took it slow. Um, but the cool thing about it was, and actually JP was a part of this, uh, he had done the World Marathon Challenge at the start of 2018. Dave was a part of that group and JP ran together and several of those uh, World Marathon Challenge folks came and ran with him that Boston as well. So we had probably 15 people running with us and, and that was probably the funnest one I've had. You know, yeah. just, we took it easy. It was all about Dave, you know, his comeback and uh, it was a lot of fun. Dude, the the fact that people can recover from heart surgery, that's, I, my dad had a uh, triple bypass and like, Probably like it seemed like hours afterwards, but maybe it was the next day. They had him up walking laps around the hospital, yeah. and it was like tr- like movement is like truly medicine. My dad was doing freaking yard work the next week, dude. Wow. I don't I don't even understand it. Yeah. So, but uh, it's incredible. It is really cool. So we're gonna start a new segment to end the first part of everybody's interview, and this we're gonna call it advice column. And I kind of gave you a heads up. Um, so what's the best piece of running advice that you've ever gotten? Yeah. So, so I thought of two things. Okay. Um, the first thing is, uh, it's gotta be something you enjoy, mm-hmm. you know, anything that you're going to put this much time into and spend time doing, um, beating yourself up over, you got to enjoy it. So, you know, I, I see a lot of people, uh, you know, wanting to get into running and, and they kind of push themselves into it and then they're just not having fun. Like go ride a bike, go, you know, do something good for yourself, but enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, that, that'd be my first thing and something that I've always kind of, you know, tried to make sure I'm having a good time doing it. Um, the other thing is if, if you really want to be competitive or, you know, improve, 
Um, I heard someone put it this way, uh, if you want to be good at running, run more. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, uh, you know, it takes hard work to, to improve the times, it, you know, the, the track workouts, the, the long runs, the things that people really don't want to do. Um, you know, it, it's required. Yeah. Um, and I think that's the beauty of running is uh, it, it's just like uh, it, it parallels to life. You know, whatever you want to get out of it, you got to put put it in. Mm -hmm. um, so it, it, it's definitely a, uh, a challenging sport, but it, it's a one on one challenge. Yeah, um, man. So so that's my advice. Well, I appreciate it. man. We're <laughs> going to take a break and come back for part two in a few seconds. On next week's episode, we'll explore how Flat Out Events was created. The story's quite serendipitous, or some might even say, providential. Before we close out today's episode, I'd like to share a haiku written by our very own forerunner, James Moore. It goes like this. Heat, humidity, summer runs are hard for me. James needs his salt tabs. Thanks, James. Appreciate the haiku. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is Danny signing off. Godspeed.